Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Monday evening. To you, Mark Aram, here, you, there. It's coming up on 7.08, 8 after 7. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria and that stoic Eskimo work ethic. I almost said it. Hey, Eskimo work ethic on the other side of the takeout window. Buford in studio, part of the studio audience. He produces the show. Uh, good weekend, everybody. Chuck, we'll start with you. How's everything? Yeah, good. I didn't do anything. I went Nothing to a pool, exciting? I went to a pool party. That was it. Was it an adult pool party or yes. a kid's pool party? Adult pool. All right, that's fun, man. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. So. Kid pool parties are. I mean, if there's enough alcohol, it's fine. But usually, but I don't then, have kids. But then you got ki- kids so, peeing in the pool. And I don't care. Yeah. You're all right? Like, I'm not peeing in the pool. Let's be honest. Well, all right. That's a good point. Yeah, adults do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> How dare you? Never. Never. Yeah, right. Never. I'll spit while I'm peeing in the yeah. pool. But I won't just. That's how we know you're peeing in the pool. Yeah. Spit. When I start spitting in the pool, that means you know I'm peeing. Uh, how was your weekend, Longoria? I was all right. I didn't do yeah. anything. Yeah. Just normal relax, stuff. Chill. Yeah. Right. Swim class and church. That was all right. it. Aw. They should combine the two. <laughs> they should. They would probably be a lot <laughs> swimming church, in the pool. Swim yeah. Church, yeah. I'd probably church go more often. So I, I, you're Catholic. I am, but that, we didn't go to a Catholic church. No. Oh, okay. Do we you, go to you Methodist. Know, you know about Catholicism? Yeah, yeah I, I am <laughs> a Catholic. You know? though. So yes, apparently, I, I grew up. Apparently, it. up north, it's like communion season, first communion season. Okay. Yeah. You, you're familiar with that, right? Yeah. 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 Whatever. I, I did that. Okay. Yeah. So I was talking to uh, the parents of uh, some friends of mine. Their kid had their first communion, and the parent, the mom in particular was really upset that they passed the collection plate during the communion. She was like, "That's that never used to happen. Like, they would never do that when I was... Yeah, I don't think so. They, they, they're I, separate. I was, I was like, I have no idea, Leah. Yeah, sorry. it's usually separate when yeah. you're, you know, they don't pass it at the same time you're yeah, communion. Yeah, that's what I. Uh, that's what she thought, but I don't know. I figured Especially I during a first communion yeah, that's ceremony, kind of that's deal. kind of a big deal. Yeah. You know? But is, is that, like, inappropriate to pass the, the plate? I would think so. That's yeah. smart. When do they pass the plate at your church? Do they? We don't. No. No, we don't. We don't. It's all PayPal, Venmo. What? <laughs> yeah. How do y'all do Bitcoins? Yeah, they don't. They don't do it like the, that. It's the, in Connecticut where I used to go. I used to go to the Catholic different. Church for like midnight mass and first communions and weddings and all that stuff. I don't ever remember them passing the plate, the collection plate. But there was always a box. That's when what you we walk have, in, like boxes you, on it, yeah, the yeah. entrance yeah. that you can do it and. They have little kiosks now if you always want to swipe your car, credit card. But it's really? Yeah. Oh they, kiosks? I wish yeah. we had credit cards. Which is kind of cool because it makes it a whole lot easier yeah, than me writing yeah. a check. Who, I don't want to do that. cash or no. a check? Or so, yeah, this weekend I didn't have any cash, so we just didn't give. And so. actually that's smart because you have a record. Like I'm assuming that's yeah. tax deductible, yeah. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. The only knowledge I have of collection plate is from um, Coming to America. Oh, yeah. Where they're, I don't know why they're passing the plate 
you know, for that, that wasn't like a church service. It was just the the pastor up there with uh, sexual chocolate singing. Yeah. <laughs> but remember, they're passing yeah. the, the the plate, and the guy puts the chicken wing. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the limit of my knowledge of that. Anyway, it's movie Monday. Um, we're gonna uh, have some fun. Obviously, I saw a movie this weekend that I I liked a lot. It's not a great movie. But I enjoyed it, probably because the subject matter was very interesting to me. It was called The Founder, the Ray Kroc story, oh, yeah, the starring Michael Keaton. McDonald's. Yes. Have you seen that? No. I, 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 it, it looks interesting. It dipped out of theater so fast that I didn't get a chance It's to not go. a great movie, but it's an interesting movie. A, because, you know, I always hear, uh, you know, Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's. He owned the San Diego Padres, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But that's all I know. Um, and this was the uh, allegedly true story sure. of how Ray Kroc came to become the magnate, uh, the McDonald's magnate. And again, I, I th- definitely think it's worth watching. Don't think, you know, you're going to go in there and be like, oh, my God, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. But it's very interesting, especially if you don't know the story about McDonald's, because I didn't know. Ray Kroc was not the founder of McDonald's. He was, according to this movie, traveling salesman. He was selling milkshake machines to like roadside stands and drive th- drive-ins. You remember back in the 50s, oh, yeah. everyone would go to the drive-in yeah, yeah. restaurant and they bring it out, like the varsity. You could still do that at the varsity. You drive in and then the, the guy will come out and take your order and bring your food. So he was selling milkshake machines to these drive-in theaters, drive-in restaurants all across the Midwest and out West and everything. And his, his milkshake machine could make six milkshakes at a time, which was apparently revolutionary. And uh, he was, you know, it shows him trying to sell to some guy in Topeka, Kansas that owns this thing. Hey, buy this expensive six milkshake maker machine and you can make them twice as fast. And he wasn't doing any luck. He wasn't selling. And then he gets a call from his secretary and he's like, hey, yeah, there's a place McDonald's wants eight of them. And he's like, no, that's a mistake. No one wants, like, I can't even sell one of them. <laughs> Nobody wants <laughs> <Yeah>. eight. <laughs> so he calls up and uh, the, the McDonald's guys answer the phone and he hears like just crazy busy in the background. He's like, hey, I just want to call and make sure you know, I knew this is a mistake. You guys really don't want eight. And he goes, no, 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 you're right. He goes, you better make it 12. So Ray Kroc's like, 12? He's, and he hears the commotion in the background. So he drives out to California. I think it was Pasadena. Yeah. For where the original McDonald's was. And it was just a little stand. No seating, nothing. It was, you just go, go up to the window and Kroc's blown away. And the story about how Kroc took this one location and then turned it into what we know McDonald's. But he... He, he didn't found McDonald's. Like, no. McDonald's was a thing, and he franchised it and was able to— uh, It was a very interesting story, um, and I didn't know any of that. I just figured Ray Kroc opened a hamburger stand, and then it blew up. But right. no, he never opened a hamburger stand. So, he was a failed milkshake salesman. <laughs> he was a failed milkshake salesman guy. <laughs> so I, I was, it was very interesting. I definitely recommend you watch it. Just don't think it's going to win Academy Awards. But right. especially with my love of fast food, obviously. Yeah. Any loyal listener to the show knows fast food's a big part of my life, and, and it should be yours as well. I don't care what your doctor tells you. Fast food is very important <laughs> in life. Um, but it was just, it was very, I really liked it. I was intrigued by it. They showed how uh, the first burgers were made and like what they put on them, and it was, it was really, really good. So uh, Michael Keaton, I want to talk about Michael Keaton, who I think is a, an amazing actor. I really like a lot of the stuff he did. So we'll talk about Mike, Michael Keaton's career, but here's how I wanted to spin it for Movie Monday. I want you to take someone famous like a Michael Keaton, like a Tom Hanks, like a Benicio Del Toro. Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So, we, so we all know, when I say uh, Michael Keaton or Tom Hanks, what do you say as far as what movies jump to mind? Big, 
Tom Hanks, big. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Michael oh, Keaton. Yeah. So when, you, when, you, when I name these big name actors, you think of their blockbusters, their amazing... Um, Harrison Ford, Chuck. If I say Harrison Ford, you think of what movie? Oh, Air Force. Air Force One. Well, that's weak, but all right. Really? <laughs> Indiana Indiana Jones. I was waiting for you to say the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones, like Star uh, yeah. Wars. I mean, but no, I get it. Air Force One was good. That I was like a good movie. movie. All right, so but, but when you when you hear these big names, these movies jump to the, the front. But these guys don't all make blockbuster huge hits. No. So what I want to do is you pick an actor. I don't care who you pick, actor, actress, whatever, and, and tell me an underrated film that they were in that we should check out. For example, I'm talking about Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, when I say Michael Keaton, you think of Batman, right? And Mr. Mom and whatever. Yeah. One of the most underrated Michael Keaton movies of all time, in my opinion, is a movie called Johnny Dangerously. Have you guys ever seen Johnny Dangerously? Yeah. Longoria? I don't think so. It is it's great. one of the greatest like slapstick comedies of all time. And it was, as, as a kid, I guess this came out in, what, Buford, like 83 or something. So I'm, yeah. I'm like nine years old. 84. Yeah. yeah, all right, 10 years old. And I'm watching this movie, and the way they, they manipulate the English language to say bad things without saying bad things, to me as a 10-year-old, was the greatest thing ever. I'm going to play some cuts from Johnny Dangerously here. Uh, if you can cue me up, Longoria. Got it. Uh, here's some <laughs> uh, Johnny Dangerously sound. Johnny, I want you to meet two new members of the gang. Danny Berman and his sidekick, Dutch. Hello, Johnny. How are you, Danny? Danny and I used to fight in the old neighborhood. I always wondered what happened to you. Well, I fulfilled a lot of people's predictions about me. I've become a real scumbag. And, and as a 10-year-old, you're like, that. he just said scumbag on the air? That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, then there's a, a famous scene um, where, where it's, a, it's a, like a, a, a mob movie. And they go to war with this other family. Johnny Dangerously is a mobster, and they go to war with another family. Oh, this club is too far and small. Yeah. Franco, how big was the crowd last night? Packed. We had to turn them away. That's what I mean. We got to expand this fucking place. Knock down that wall, knock down that wall, and knock down that fucking wall. Now I'm really angry. This is Fargan War. Fargan, by the way. It's F-A-R-G-I-N. Fargan War. Are you sure? But yeah, yes. but, but as a 10-year-old, you're like, should I do This that? is the greatest thing ever. So if you have, I mean, everyone knows Michael Keaton, but not everyone knows Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously, an amazing, an amazing movie from an actor that you, you'd probably even know that this movie existed. So that's how I want to start off. Um, we can talk about Michael Keaton's career, but name an actor and actress and give me a movie that we need to check out an underrated film from a major Hollywood star. Uh, my recommendation is definitely Johnny Dangerously for Michael Keaton. Even even this 30 years later, it is you'll cry watching it. It's so funny. You can watch it with your daughters, Longoria. Okay, maybe not yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six years, seven years. Four zero four eight. Oh, I, remind me that. Okay, remind me that. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. This is Movie Monday. So tonight, throughout the broadcast. Longoria is going to play a single movie soundtrack. At the end of the show, if you guess what soundtrack it is, you will win the WSB prize pack. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. It's Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. Sights on my old enemy, Maroney. That Roman 
Troy Maroney is the man responsible for the Mother's Day Massacre, the Christmas Day Slaughter, the Lincoln's Birthday Mutilation, and the Groundhog's Day Beheadings. Roman Maroney, the uh, classic character in Johnny Dangerously, played by Richard Dimitri, who's still alive, Buford. Can we get Roman Maroney on the uh, on the show? We'll work on it. All right. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSP-TALK. We are discussing on Movie Mondays. Uh, actors with underrated, like I say Michael Keaton, that's what we're talking about. And you think of Batman and Mr. Mom and all these great movies, these big blockbusters. But one of his greatest movies was Johnny Dangerously, this comedy from 1984, which is just, I mean, it, knee-slap funny kind of comedy. Um, so I, I want you to give us an actor-actress that we know they're blockbusters, but give us an underrated flick that we might not have seen. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Caroline joins us on the show. Hello, Caroline. Hey, how are you, Mark? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Just driving down to Buckhead to see my daughter. But I love your show. Thank you so much. I listen to it all the time. I appreciate that. Hey, I just wanted to tell you, The Founder, it was filmed here. Did you know that? What was? The Founder, the movie. It was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do some background work for TV and movies, and I've always saw postings. And I tried to get on it, and I just couldn't. But, I, yeah, it was filmed more, I want to say, uh, north, maybe Canton, up that general area. Oh, now I, now I have to rewatch it to see if I recognized. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would have to have been in, in the exurbs because there was a lot of, you know, like small towns and very rural yeah. areas. D- did you see the movie, Caroline? Not yet. Oh, I'd it, like to. Yeah, definitely check it out. I, well, now I like it even more that it was filmed in Atlanta. Yeah, check it out. But, yeah, like you were talking about underrated, and I think a lot of uh, maybe more millennials, but Mr. Mom for Michael Keaton, one of my favorites. It's a, it's, that's an amazing movie. But, but to me, that's one of – that's a movie that everyone knows. You know, if, if you say Michael Keaton – 40% of people be like, oh, Mr. Mom, because that was a huge, huge hit. Did you see that, Mr. Mom, where the guy was a Detroit automotive executive, oh, yeah. loses his job, and then his wife gets a, a better job, and he stays home with the kids? That's a great movie, too. He made, Michael Keaton made a, a nice comeback with that uh, recent movie, um, Birdman. Did you see Birdman? Yeah, I didn't know what I was getting when I went into it, so I hated it, and then I rewatched it. Yeah. And I really liked it. The I, second I like it time. a lot. But the first time I watched it, I was like, "What? Is, yeah, what the, is going the, on here?" The drums and the, and the 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 jazz was making me anxious. <laughs> in the long sh- one camera shot, I yeah. didn't know what I was getting into. So yeah, I didn't like it the first time I saw I, it. I get that. I liked it, the but same I, time. I really do like that movie a lot. David's in McDonough. David, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. It's great to hear you. Uh, at seven instead of ten. I get to hear the whole show now. Uh, I appreciate that. It's good for my life too. <laughs> yeah, it keeps the uh, bankroll going. Exactly. Um, when you brought up Michael Keaton, he's one of my favorite actors, and two movies came to mind. First one is Gung Ho. Oh, no, oh, with the auto industry, yeah. Yeah, where he brings them, brings uh, some life back to Detroit, and he has to tell everybody, whoops, there's not really a plant coming. Yeah. And uh, Pacific Heights. Tell me about that one. Um, I remember watching him on VHS when I was a kid, but he's a con man. And he moves into a house that's been renovated in the Pacific Heights area of San Francisco that's owned by Matthew Modine, and I forget who his wife... Melanie Griffith. ...was. Yes, right. So yeah. No, you know what? man moves in, trashes the place. I've, I've never even heard of that, and I consider myself a Michael Keaton fan. i got to check it out. Pacific oh, Heights is the name Pacific of the movie. Heights. 
Dave, appreciate it, buddy. We got to roll news. We have breaking news in London, by the way. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. Uh, an explosion or a series of explosions at an Aria at a Grande concert in Manchester, England. Jennifer Griffiths will have the very latest from CBS Radio News in a minute. We'll come back with your calls on this movie Monday, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. to the show 7 37 23 in front of eight o'clock mark aram at your beck and call till nine in the p.m monday through friday on wsb everybody on board loti longoria buford vinnie potatoes and uh nicole bennett not emmett part of the live studio audience tonight we'll get back to movie monday in just a second we heard jennifer griffey's the breaking news there uh, about the explosions at the ariana grande concert the details are still sketchy right now but there are confirmed fatalities so we'll continue to monitor this situation if you don't mind longoria um, if, if anything pops up in there, CBS news wise or whatever, just give me a heads up. I'm monitoring CNN if they, if they don't uh, jump into it. Um, cause this, this is, this sounds like a big deal. So okay. Cool. We'll, we'll monitor this situation through the overnight, uh, throughout the evening, the overnight, and of course have the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade. We are discussing on this movie Monday, a movie I saw this weekend and I really enjoyed. It's not a great movie, but I enjoyed it. It was called the founder, the Ray Kroc story about the history of, of, how McDonald's became, uh, they, they feed 1% of the world's population every day, which doesn't seem like a lot, but that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, I just thought it was an interesting movie, an interesting story, and Michael Keaton is awesome. I just love everything Michael Keaton does. But when I say Michael Keaton, or um, let's say I say to you, who's your favorite actor, Nicole? Oh, gosh. Or actress, I mean, just someone. Who do you like? It doesn't have to be your favorite. No uh, pressure. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. I say Meryl Streep movies. What do you guys think of? Like the first thing that pops to your your head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Devil, Devil Wears Prada. Prada, right? Yes. Kramer yeah. versus Kramer. <laughs> yes. I Sophie's mean, Choice. Sophie, like oh, these yeah. big blockbusters. Right. But, but she has done uh, so many movies. There are a couple of movies that slip under the radar mm-hmm. that these big Hollywood folks have that no one knows about. So that's what I want to talk about tonight. Um, you, you pick whatever actor, actress you want and give me a movie that people don't know about that they did for me it's michael keaton and johnny dangerously johnny dangerously to me is uh such an underrated hilarious that's knee, a great movie it's knee slapping comedy it's fantastic so that's what we do and here's what i wanted to remind you of um oh yeah remind uh, me i'm something. getting an echo can you turn can you turn there i'm off i'm sorry when you have like four mics in here it's like a crazy echo you're that i'm losing my mind you're losing your mind all right fair enough um so I had this. I had this conversation again. I, um, I the same communion parents. All right? Okay. All right. Same communion parents. <laughs> they were talking about this, and the, the the mom is mad. So how old are you in a communion? I have no idea. It's like how a, what? How old are you when you get your first communion? Like eleven? Oh, I like no. think eleven or twelve. Yeah. Somewhere in there. So yeah, the, the mom's like, her husband keeps showing the eleven year old like Goodfellas and gangs of new york wow. <laughs> and like so i i just i've never had i don't have kids so I, i've never had that conversation of like what's an age-appropriate movie i just assumed you know you have pg all right if i'm here parental guidance nicole you're young if i'm watching the movie with you it's i'm a per- parental guidance that's fine okay pg 13 you're over 13 <laughs> i'll still watch it with you right or no you can't do it i always assumed <laughs> 
that that's where the R, you know, if if you're not 16, like if you're a parent, how uh, how old can you, you let your kids do an R-rated movie? You know what I'm saying? So I just yeah, want to throw yeah, out yeah. the pounce out there. I got you. How does it go internally in in a married couple when you determine what movies your kids can or cannot watch? And ele- would you think an 11 year old is is old enough for Goodfellas? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Right? I would think. I would think maybe thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, maybe and that's even kind of too much. Yeah, I think so. What about like the TBS version? Version like they put Goodfellas on TBS where it's like maybe yeah because they're not cussing and there's not yeah. probably a lot of blood and stuff. You know, it's so funny that you say that because this weekend I was flipping through the channels and Tombstone was on. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and there I was watched. nothing on, so I'm like, eh, okay. And I put it on Tombstone. Leslie's like, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's Tombstone. And she's like, oh, okay. And we're kind of watching it and talking about it. And, you know, Lily's running around, and it, it's the part where that guy comes out all drunk, and he gets the sheriff, and then he shoots him. Yeah. And, then, and she's like, she did not, <laughs> she wasn't watching it for the 10 minutes we were watching yeah. it up to that part. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, fixated on the on the TV right when he shoots him. And she goes, of all times that we, she would, like, look yeah. at it. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So we had to change it to <laughs> cartoons or something. I was like, yeah, that's, like, the worst part to, like, have her watch it when this dude's shooting everybody. Yeah, so I just, I mean, I'm, I have no knowledge of this. What's the, the process as parents of when you can allow your child to watch these, you know, movies that can be off-putting to a kid. Yeah, because I, I mean, I thought Ghostbusters, like the original Ghostbusters, yeah. would be okay. And my wife was like, "It's kind of not you scary." Know, yeah, it's kind of the scary, gargoyles. and it's a little bit. I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess so." So There's I can't even let her watch. Go- yeah. You know, I was like, exactly. "Dang it, I want her to watch Ghostbusters." Don't let know? her watch this the remake. Not oh because no, it's that's not even because it's bad. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not, that's yeah, not even. An All option. right, so we'll throw that on the table for a movie Monday. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. John's in Dawsonville. Johnny Boy, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey guys, how you doing? What's going on, sir? Oh, not a whole lot. I got a couple things here. Uh, I can't attest for when parents on that side, but I can say I've been watching war movies since I was little bitty. Mm-hmm. So I was like seven or eight years old. I was watching Patton then. That's a great movie. Patton, um, yeah, I remember watching more. I remember watching um, war movies, cowboy and Indian movies. Oh yeah, Tarzan yeah. movies. A lot of John Wayne movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now, as far as the uh, actors with the little known movies, I like Pierce Brosnan in Dante's Peak. Hmm. What was that about? It. He's a volcanologist that gets sent up to look at a mountain in the northwest country that. He gets up there and he says, oh, it's going to explode, and he tries to warn everybody, and then his boss comes up and tells him no, and there's a whole big fiasco. All right, now, see, there, there's, I mean, there's Pierce Brodnett, a major Hollywood star. I've never even heard of that movie, but I'll check it out. Linda Hamilton, as uh, I'm assuming the love interest in Dante's Peak from 1997. Dave's in Marietta. Dave, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's going on, buddy? Oh, not too much. I uh, love your show. Glad it's on at a better time. Thank I'm you, getting sir. getting old. I'm, <laughs> I'm old like you. Can't stay up late. Exactly. Uh, two, two quick ones. First, I'll go Michael Keaton, Night Shift. Yes. Oh, with uh, uh, Henry Winkler. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. See, I'm in. So basically, I saw that movie because the Fonz was in it. I'm like, who's this new, <laughs> who's this new guy? No, that was yep. basically like they were normal dudes, and then they started running a brothel, right? Out yeah, of, out yeah, of a, a morgue, morgue area. Yeah. yeah, they were the morgue. They were the morticians, the late night city morgue. And Michael Keaton had this tricked out uh, Cadillac with a Trans Am yes. eagle on it. He yes. kept humming, jumping Jack Flash. Good call you on know, that. Out of control. And then the other one that's uh, not that not it, it's will scare the bejesus out of you. Nicole Kidman and Billy Zane in Dead Calm. 
Yeah, on the sailboat. What was that about? It's basically her and Sam Elliott are getting away because they lost their son in a car crash, or they go out sailing, and then they befriend Billy Zane, who ends up, you know, taking them captive. It's sort of like piracy on the high seas. Bill, uh, has has, has Billy movie. Zane ever played a good guy? Right, he was so. the guy from uh, Titanic, right, Nicole? Like the oh, yeah. the husband? Yes. He was an extra. I don't know if you knew this. This is a little uh, movie trivia. Do you ever see, uh, you obviously have all, you've all seen this, uh, Back to the Future, part of Biff's crew in Back to the Future? Yeah. Billy Zane, like an un, a no-speaking role. He was just like oh, wow. one of the tough guys. But he's never, there's never been a Billy Zane movie like, oh, he's awesome. I love that guy. Like, his <laughs> characters always suck. Nick's in Lawrenceville. Nick, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. I got a quick one for you here. Uh, so... Uh, tell me if you can uh, name the movie that these two guys are in. Not only is it Jim Carrey, but it's also Ewan McGregor. And I'm thinking of, well, I'll just go ahead and tell you. It is uh, <laughs> God, you didn't give him a nice chance. Job. What's it called? It's called I Love You, Philip Morris. Oh, yeah. Heard of it? No, I was right about to guess that, actually. Oh, yeah. No, I'm yeah. kidding. And uh, <laughs> another one uh, Jim Carrey was in that I think is a little underrated was You, Me, and Irene. I've heard good things about that. I've never, I've never seen it. Do you want Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? I love. That no, movie. I haven't seen it. That is, if if you were looking for an underrated, I mean, it's a little freaky. Have you guys seen that? I've never seen it. It's but basically, um, it's like in the in the near future, uh, science can can take out part of your memory. It's kind of like a Sanjay. Would you rather question? Yeah. Would you Would you never want to remember anything again? So. Jim Carrey and uh, who's the female from Titanic? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Mm -hmm. They had a bad breakup. And she goes to this doctor's office, and the doctor removes every memory she ever had of Jim Carrey, her boyfriend. So he runs into her. She has no idea who he is. And he's, he's like, jealous the fact that she forgot him. Him. Breakup and everything. So he does. He goes and gets it done, too. And then it's just a weird kind of – but I liked it. It was very eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Um, and it's a good uh, like subcast too. There's like a, a lot of yeah, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood as uh, and the doctor, I forgot oh, his I name. Older guy. That. He's check it out, Longoria. Don't watch it with your daughters though. No, I probably won't. Tanya's in ball ground. Tanya, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, Mark. What up, T? Uh, uh, well, first of all, I saw and I love Johnny Dangerously. It's been my favorite movie for years. But there's another one. This is really cool. It's one of my top five favorite. Streets of Fire. Tell me about it. I have no idea. Diane Lane is the star. She's maybe 20. She's a rock and roll singer. And her ex-boyfriend's a tough guy, Michael Perret, who's one of my favorite actors. And Willem Dafoe's the villain. Wow. And it's, a, it's a rock and roll fable, and it's set in a different time, a different place. So it's got these really cool cars and really cool clothes, and it's a great movie. I think it's 84, but it's, it's one of my top five favorites. Oh, so young Diane Lane. Yeah, yeah, wow. like she's like 20 years old. I remember the first time I saw The Outsiders. You guys remember The Outsiders? Oh, yeah. yeah. One, oh, one of the great movie. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I remember, I guess that movie, I must have been six or seven. My parents let me watch whatever the hell I want, apparently, because that probably movie wasn't appropriate for a <laughs> six or seven-year-old. But I didn't even know, I didn't even know the difference between boys and girls. And I was like, Diane Lane, yes, Cherry Valens. Yeah. I Check like that. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, who wouldn't be? Yeah, but Cherry Valens, Diane Lane. I was, uh, yeah. All right, what's the name of it again, Tony? I'm so sorry. That's okay. Streets of Fire. Streets of Streets of Fire. Fire. All right. It's, da- it's da- awesome. Thank you, T. Yeah, 
You're welcome. See you, buddy. Uh, Taylor is in Hampton. Taylor, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, are you guys, uh, are you Batman fans? The new, the new Batman? I didn't like Batman versus Superman at all. Well, okay, not the newest Batman. I'm taking it back to Christian Bale. Yes, I love the Christian Bale Batmans for sure. All right, all right. So one of his earlier movies, uh, Empire of the Sun. I saw that. Christian Bale was in that? He is the lead role. He's actually the child in the, in the Shut movie. the front door. Are you serious? No kidding, man. I thought I was, it was an eye-opening experience for me, too. I think you're making that up. No, you're not. 1987. He was the kid yeah. in Empire of the Sun? Yeah, hot dog, huh? That is. Joey Pants was in that. John Malkovich. Wow. i got to go rewatch that now. Look at you. All right. Taylor and All Hampton, right, early running for star of the show. Letter rip, hang ten. Yeah. Wow. Christian Bale is a legit actor. That dude is... He's the Mark Aram of actors. If you were, if you were to classify, wow, wow. No, not good, Whoa. no good. That might be a wow. bit of an overstatement. David yeah. Schwimmer is the Mark Aram. There of actors. you go. All All right. more appropriate? Better, All right. better. We'll come back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. As always on Movie Monday, Longoria is playing a movie soundtrack. At the end of the show, you guess the soundtrack, you win the WSB prize pack. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's Movie Monday. On the Mark Aram Show. To die, but drink to a fool, a crazy fool who told. Welcome back to the show, 755. We're continuing following breaking news out of Manchester, England explosions at an Ariana Grande. I know that name, Ariana Grande. Do I? What would be a song that I would know? Oh, gosh. I can't even think of them by name right you're too, now. You're but you too, would know. Yeah. You would know okay. if you heard one. Maybe we can get an Ariana Grande Dangerous? song. Dangerous? I don't know. I'd have to All hear right. it. We'll play it one after the news. <laughs> we'll continue to monitor that situation. Back to the phones. Mike's incoming. Mike, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, I'd say Bruce Willis in Four Rooms, the last part of Four Rooms. I never even it's heard of that. Cool. All right, see, that that's what I'm talking about. Like, when I say Bruce Willis, Buford, what's the first movie you think of? Bruce? Die Hard. Die Hard. Vinny, what do you think? Same. Die Hard. Die Hard. Sixth Sense. Six cents, yeah, but those are the blockbusters. So right. what? What's this under the radar Bruce Willis movie called? Well, what's cool is I saw uh, I saw the Alfred Hitchcock movie prior to, so it's a take on uh, Alfred Hitchcock, the last part. It's a rich guy. He plays a rich guy in a wheelchair in a in a penthouse. I didn't even know it was him. Yeah. And uh, the whole deal is they put the guy's hand on the table, and there's an axe like a hatchet from the kitchen, and he's got to cut his uh his fingers off, and he gets. So much money, like a million dollars or something like that. So not appropriate and, uh, for an eleven-year-old. <laughs> just, to... just to tie the two subjects in, not appropriate. Four rooms, not appropriate for an eleven-year-old. Randall's in Tucker. Randall, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, I had a couple that came to mind when you brought up this topic. I was thinking of John Cusack's Better Off Dead, and um, Kurt Russell's Big Trouble Little China. I don't oh, think, good I don't call on got, that one. Got um, good receptions when they came out. But I think Better Off Dead, I don't know. I think John Cusack, if you asked a random person on the street, name some John Cusack films, Better Off Dead comes up pretty quickly. I think there are more low. Uh, the, the John Cusack movie about Hitler, did you see that? No. I forgot the name of it. Basically, John Cusack plays an art dealer in Germany pre-World War II. And this young kid named Hitler, he becomes friends with him. This young kid named Hitler is an artist. It's freaky good. Freaky good. All right. Uh, Movies from movie stars that we might not know about. 
And when is it uh, inappropriate for a kid to watch a movie? What are the age parameters? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show, 807 After 8. This is Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show with you till 9 in the p.m. We are monitoring breaking news in the uh, United Kingdom. Multiple people killed, says CNN now, and injured at an Ariana Grande concert. Uh, we'll continue to follow the situation. We'll have an update from CBS Radio News in about 13 minutes. Uh, still, you know, details sketchy, as, as is usually the case when there's breaking news overseas. Uh, but stick with WSB. We'll have the very latest and complete coverage tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Real quick, Movie Monday, let me set the table. I, I, did you have to set the table as a kid? Was that one of your chores? Yes. Yep. I hated that. It was no. the worst. No, oh, yeah. picking up the table was worse. I would gladly set it any day. Picking up the table was I always had to set worse. and do dishes. I, but for some reason, in my head, that was like pushing a boulder up a mountain. But in hindsight, <laughs> wow. it was like Takes fork, spoon, napkin, knife, boom, we're done. Plate. Why would I Why would I complain? I about? Because you're a complainer. I don't know. But it, but I, like, I, I would get more mad having to set the table than like mow the lawn. Oh. I'd rather I know I'd isn't that much rather set the table. No, that's much rather set the table. I need to go to a psychiatrist. Or yeah, something. Wow. I used to. I remember like being near tears. My mom's like, "Set the table." I'm like, ah, "I don't want to set the table." What the hell is wrong with me? I, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> and they let you eat, eat at that table? Yeah. Well, I'd eventually set it, but that's weird, right? Did you just have to do like the proper settings? No, it was like. No, Literally, it like fine dining or anything. Well, yeah. like at my <laughs> grandma's like, house when I was growing up, you had to do the proper no. settings Knife, of things. Settings. Yeah, yeah, and the no. salad things. No, no. Like I mean, this is just like the four of us at dinner, my parents and my brother. Fork on the left, knife on the right, paper napkin folded, plate in the middle. That yeah. was it. That's 10 seconds. And it's not like I had to like go scrounge for the stuff. The cupboards are right there. The drawer was right. Why did I? I don't know. You know what I don't like? My wife. And and mother in law, they set the table. They always give me a knife. Nine times out of ten, I don't need you know, a knife. Right. And I'm like, why do y'all give me a knife with your well, freaking yeah, you hands? You animal. Well, yeah. I mean, but, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's stuff that I'm like, what am I going to cut? Like, yeah. I can cut it with my fork. Like, it just looks need, nice. Right. It looks proper. Yeah, but then you're dirty to knife. Yeah. Yeah. If it's yeah. just Thing, sitting there, it's like, not, I just put it back in a drawer. Does the nice knife have? Yeah. And she'll go. I don't know. I just thought we're maybe having soup. One. What are we doing? But I don't need. You can clearly see nothing on this plate. Needs a knife, but every t- I could have soup. There will be a knife next yeah. to the bowl for some reason. It's it's the symmetry of the table. They yeah. just want to. That's why I said when you got married, when you guys registered, oh, I'm yeah. like, don't register for flatware. Register <laughs> no. for a box of sporks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you go to my house, Buford. What do I have? Sporks. Box of sporks. Box of no sporks. Yeah, there really is a box of sporks. <laughs> exactly. Box of sporks. Yeah. And there's some knives if you need them, but you're right. right. You never need them. Anyway. It works. All right. So back to setting the table for movie Monday. Sorry, I got distracted yeah. there. Put that on the list of things I need to talk to a shrink about. Okay. Sports. Why I used, yeah. Why I used to freak out? Is there out any room left the on the table. list? No, no. It's, <laughs> it's a laundry list. All right. Movie Monday. I saw. The founder this weekend with Michael Keaton is about Ray Kroc and the founding of uh, McDonald's. I really like the movie. It's not a great movie, but it was very interesting. I, I suggest you do it. Michael Keaton 
if you say Michael Keaton, you say Batman, you say Mr. Mom, you say Edward Scissorhands, not Edward Scissorhands, no. the Beetlejuice. 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 But yeah. you don't think of, of some of his lesser-known roles, but the movies are really good. To me, one of his greatest roles and greatest movies is the classic Johnny Dangerously. And I'm going to play some Johnny Dangerously sound here, which may or may not be appropriate for Longoria's three-year-old daughter. Martin's going to kill Johnny's brother at the Savoy Theater. Pass it on. Furman's going to kill Johnny's brother at the Savoy Theater tonight. Pass it on. Furman's going to kill Johnny's mother at the Savoy Theater tonight. Pass it on. Furman's mother's going to kill Johnny at the Savoy Theater. Pass it on. That I needed to set that cut up better, but it's basically a telephone game. Johnny Dangerously's in jail. And like they, they pass this message along. It gets totally mangled by the time he gets to it, but he <laughs> right still knows on. what they're talking yeah. about. So I want you to name an actor and actress that uh, we would know, like a, a famous actor, but name one of their movies that we might not know. 404-872-0750. And as, a, as parents, how do you determine what movie is appropriate or not appropriate for your child? Do you just stick with the, the, the G, PG, PG-13, R, and X ratings? Or do you have a certain thing? Because my, my friends... Uh, 11-year-old kid, he's letting him watch Goodfellas. And the wife's like, I don't think that's appropriate. There's yeah. a number of reasons why Goodfellas... <laughs> number. Yeah. And, I was, and I said, what scene specifically? And she's like, when they're stabbing Billy Bats in the trunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she walked yeah. in while they were watching it, like, on that's a Sunday brutal. afternoon. And, you know, little 11-year-old kid just had his first communion. And you got Joe Pesci <laughs> stabbing Billy Bass with a knife in the belly in the back of the thing. And she's like, what are you watching? He's like, it's Goodfellas. What the heck? You know, it's a classic. <laughs> it's and a classic. It's a classic. What I've got a movie. Uh, yeah. Hugh Jackman, movie 43. Have any of y'all seen this? No. no. 42, got, the no. Jackie Robinson? No, movie 43. It's got a ton of big name people in it. And it is the weirdest, funniest movie I've seen in a while. Um, How recent down. was it made? How recent uh, was it? it was a while ago. Well, right. Early 2000s. Huge Jackman. All right, back to the phones. Mike's in Conyers. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you? Hi, guys. Good. Uh, Billy Zane, the first movie I remember him in, he played a, a good guy. He was the Phantom. This might have been when y'all were kids, actually, but he played a great part. Uh, and then another one, Mel Streep. I believe she was played with Robert Redford in Three Days of the Condor. Yes, I think you're right. Faye Absolutely. Dunaway. And, uh, Faye Dunaway. Oh, it was Faye Dunaway? It was Faye Dunaway. Vinny says Faye oh, Dunaway. Dunaway. Yeah, it was Faye Dunaway. Wait, go back, go back to the Billy Zane movie. Which one? The Phantom. The Phantom. Uh, this is the first. And now I've got, I've got a bunch of kids, and my youngest was going through, you know, his elementary school. It's a great action movie, full color, and that's the first time I saw him in a movie. But ever since then, he's always played the bad guy. Do you know what? I, actually, I found a one. You, you mentioned uh, Tombstone. Yeah. He was in Tombstone. Really? He was the actor. That right. was friends with the uh, the actress that Kurt Russell was in love with. Oh. Remember, they got off the, mm -hmm. uh, and then and then the uh, the guy from nine hundred two one zero fell in love with him. Jason Priestley. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, so. Yeah, Billy Zane was there. He was, I guess, he was a good guy in that one. He yeah. was a good guy. Yeah. Taylor's in Bethlehem. Taylor, you're on the Mark Aram show. How are y'all? What up, T Bone? How you feeling? I'm feeling better. I'm eating dinner. Good, good, good. Uh, what's on your mind on a movie Monday? Well, initially, I thought of Paul Giamatti and Sideways. See that? I think everyone knows that though, because that was so yeah, critically yeah. acclaimed. How about you? Ready for this? Paul Giamatti in uh, the Howard Stern movie Private Parts. Oh, you realize that was like eight when that came out. So I, I was listening to uh, <laughs> it's it's Howard Stern's movie Private Parts. It's actually a really good movie, especially if you're in radio. You're not really in radio yet, Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, but in right. a couple of years you'll be good enough to watch it. And so he played Paul Giamatti played uh, Howard Stern's boss and he was like just this big 
awful boss, okay? Like, just a jerk. And Paul Giamatti, in order to get into this character, wore a high school ring on his finger. And he said that prop got him into the frame of mind, like, all right, my guy's the kind of guy that would wear a high school ring and be a jerk to everybody. So that was his method acting. He wore, like, this big clunky high school ring. Apologies to anyone listening that is wearing a big clunky high school ring right now. Do you own one? I own one, but I don't wear it. Yeah, no. those are the most obnoxious. Things. I don't even. But that's how that's Paul bad as a got into ring. character. He's like, I put <laughs> on this. I put on this high school ring. Really? And I became. You, did you see Private Parts? Yeah. With Howard's. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pig vomit was yeah. the the boss's yeah. name, and he goes, "That's how I grasped onto that character." I'm like, my character. This guy would wear a high school ring. I could see that. Yes. Everybody I know that's yeah. ever worn a high school ring is very much like that. But character. I think <laughs> I think um, what what did what movie did Taylor say? Sideways. Like that's a that's a. That's a big well movie, movie. Yeah. yeah. I think there's other Paul Giamatti, like I just mentioned, uh, Private Parts, um, and he was the trainer in Cinderella Man. Someone said Cinderella yeah. Man for under uh, like a, an unknown movie for Russell Crowe. That was a blockbuster, yeah. right? Yeah, that was yeah, a, good, that was that was a big, big movie. movie. Yeah. All right. Sorry, T. Uh, Anne's at Lilburn. Anne, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hi. Yes. I was thinking of The Apprenticeship of Didi Kravitz. Wow. I'm glad you were thinking about that. It, it had Richard Dreyfuss in it. Okay. It was it was before Jaws and before E.T. and all of that stuff. About, it was about a little Jewish boy trying to prove to his dad he could make something of himself. And he did a lot of scheming to um, earn money to buy property around the lake. What was the name and of it? At the end of the movie, he had, he had bought all the lakefront property. What's the, what was the name of the movie again, Anne? The Apprenticeship of Duty Kravitz. Dee Dee Kravitz? Duty, Dee Dee. I always call it oh, Duddy. 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 1974. Richard Dreyfus. Jack Warden. Oh, I love Jack Warden. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a perfect example. Uh, Richard Dreyfus, very well-known actor. I've never even heard of that movie. And it, it stars a Jews nugget, a Jewish kid, which you'd think... <laughs> They would have taught me about that movie in Hebrew school. That would have been like one of the movie days at Hebrew school. Richard Dreyfuss was also in The Graduate. Yeah, yeah bit a bit part role. In the Graduate. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Tony's in Marietta. Tony, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Well, good evening, Mark and crew. Yo, Vinny. Yo. How you doing, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. I just got back from the beach 14 days. Hey, can, nice. let's take this off the air, guys. Let's, yeah. <laughs> come on. What do you got, Tone? All right. Well, first off, uh, in the earlier hour, uh, a gentleman uh, stole uh, my one of my most favorite uh, Michael Keaton roles, the play, uh, the part that he played in uh, Pacific Heights. If you have never seen that movie, you have got to see it. Uh, Linda and I saw it on the big screen, and it is scary crazy. And uh, there's another movie uh, that the star is Tom Hanks, but... Paul Newman is in it, and Jude Law, and it's Road to Perdition. Very good movie, yeah. yeah I could watch that movie all the time. And, uh, and that's the thing with Tom Hanks, too, or Paul Newman. If you mention any of those actors, you'll you'll go 30 names deep on movies before you get to the Road to Perdition. But right. it's a, is that the Tonight Soundtrack, the Road to Perdition? No, yeah, it's not. That's a good soundtrack. <laughs> Tony, appreciate the Mark call. Um, getting reports up to 20 dead now and 50 injured. At the Ariana Grande concert. We're going to have an update in just a minute from CBS News. This is a terrible story. Ed joins us next on the show. Hello, Ed. Ed. Oh, Mark. Yeah, what's up, Ed? Ed. (laughs) I love your show. Listen to it every time I get a chance on my commute between uh, Atlanta and Birmingham. But I got a movie for you. Okay. Burt Reynolds, Jerry Reed, 
WW and the Dixie Dance Kings. Oh, classic. My very favorite Burt Reynolds movie. Wow, I don't know if I'd go that far, but... Uh... <laughs> I mean, there was a little movie called Cannonball Run, my friend, that um, is perhaps the greatest <laughs> yeah, movie of all time. Good too. You betcha. The, the, the best performance by an actor playing a proctologist in movie history was in, <laughs> you remember that guy, the old crazy looking yes, dude? Jack Young. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. Ed, appreciate the call, buddy. We... All right, Associated Press now confirming uh, 19 people dead in the Manchester Arena explosion. Um, this is just a horrible, horrible story. We'll, we'll get an update on that in just a minute. When we come back, more recalls on this movie Monday. A famous actor or actress um, in, a, in a movie that we might not know but is really worth our time. And as parents, how do you decide when it's appropriate for your kids to watch certain movies? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter, at Mark Aram, Instagram, Mark Aram, and Facebook, Mark Aram WSB, the very latest from CBS Radio News. All right, here's a pop quiz. If I name an actress, I want you to tell me what movie comes to mind. We'll start with you, Nicole. Natalie okay. Portman. Uh, Black Swan. Vinny, Natalie Portman. Any any movie come to mind? Black Swan. Black Swan. Buford. V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. It's a good movie. Black Swan. <laughs> what was the one <laughs> she low, was in? low T. The Professional. Okay, so great one on Twitter. Uh, beautiful Girls, Natalie Portman. One of my favorite movies of all time. She wow. played this 12-year-old neighbor to... Uh, it was it's just a great it was a great call. I got to give this guy credit on uh, Jameson Brown on Twitter. Beautiful girl, such a good movie. And no, any Natalie Portman fan, you have to watch that movie. Nicole, before we go back to the phones, what what's your movie? Bottle Shock. Bottle Shock, and and how does that relate to Movie well, Monday? It's Alan Rickman. Oh, the, and the Chris Pine, late great Alan Rickman. Right, yeah. right. And um, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's about the wine industry in California, and okay. it's just it's really good. It's really entertaining, but. Just not something that comes to mind. Yeah, people think, think Alan Rickman, they think of Harry Potter, Die, Die Hard. Hard. Right. But uh, Bottle Rocket? Bottle Shock. Bottle Shock. Shock. <laughs> Brett's in Bold Springs. Holy smokes, Brett. Sorry for keeping you on hold. How are you, brother? Yeah, man. Preach. Welks, man. What's going on? You know how hard it was to get through tonight? How are you able to Very. get through tonight? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, hey, what the hell's going on, man? Like, why are people tripping? About life in general? And just, why can't you go to a concert? Like, what the oh, hell I know. is going on? I know, it's crazy. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, um, I'm going to go back to my man crush, Brad Pitt. Okay. Uh, little known movie, uh, True Romance. And one of my favorite characters, Floyd. I don't think that's a little known movie, though, is it? It is, because nobody knows it. It's Quentin Tarantino's, like, first writer. Sure, sure. Thing. I don't think it's, it's not a mainstream blockbuster, but I don't think it's little known. But his his character is very tiny. Right? Yeah, that's what she said. Hey-o. Hey-o. So, Brett, I was hoping to see you at the uh, ID Five celebration party last Wednesday at uh, no, d- at Gino's. Way too much. Oh, really? Yeah, right. I don't get off till like seven o'clock at night. Well, we saved you two slices of pizza, Buford. Did you did you have those? I did. We saved. Oh, them, yeah, I, I ate them in your you honor. Know what I saved you? You know what I saved you? Requiem for a Dream. But you still haven't watched it. That's on my DVR now, though. As soon as I it's have a great movie, as soon man. as I have six free minutes, I will watch that. Great Do you know what? Movie. All right, here's here's a show, not Movie Monday. Have you guys been watching American Gods? No, no. I don't even know what channel Wait. it's on. It's like Showtime, American I think. Dad? No, American <laughs> American <laughs> Gods. It's uh, the guy that plays Al Swearingen in Deadwood is the star. I saw a commercial for that. 
I'm four episodes in and I'm in, I'm digging it. The first episode, I didn't even know what the show is about. I still really don't know what the show is about, but it's been very good so far. American Gods. Okay. Check it out. Brett, always a pleasure. We'll come back with more of your calls. Try to guess Longoria's soundtrack. I have no idea. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 836, 24 in front of 9. It's Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show. 66 degrees on Peachtree, about 59 degrees in the studio. That thermometer is jacked. It it's is either frigid not in here. This one in here, Longoria, not the one in there. Who are you talking to? Oh, Jennifer. Anyway. What's up? The thermometer in here, like I hit, it's either too freezing or too yeah, hot. There's it's no, weird. Yeah. Like it said, it what is it now? It's seventy. It was at seventy, and it's like sixty in here. Yeah, it's freezing. I moved it up a little bit, and you move it up a little, and then it's eighty-five all of a sudden. Yeah, it's. It, I wonder if it has to do it. with the thermometer that I broke over here. Possibly. You think they're tied in together? They might be. All right, same uh, circuit. Movie Monday. Uh, <laughs> we are discussing uh, Michael Keaton. That's who I brought up. Uh, I saw him in The Founder this weekend, the Ray Kroc story. I really like the movie. Uh, but Michael Keaton, you, th- you think of Michael Keaton, you think of Batman, Mr. Mom. Uh, Beetlejuice. There, he's got so many movies, though, that people probably don't know about. One of them, to me, one of his best is Johnny Dangerously, 1984 comedy classic, hilarious. So that's what we're discussing. You name a big name star, actor, actress, and give us one of their movies that is not a blockbuster that we might not have heard of. And I've already got a list of great movies that were with great actors that I've never heard of to watch. So this has been productive. And parents out there, how do you determine what movies your kids can and can't see? Because my friend, my buddy with his eleven-year-old son was watching Goodfellas the other day, and his wife lost her mind. She was, she was <laughs> understandable. Yeah, good reason. And Gangs yeah. of New York too, which yeah, I think might that's be even, a brutal movie. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, that's. But but the 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 mom was like, well, not you know, she understood that Gangs of New York is brutal, but she's like, but in in Goodfellas, you got you know, uh, he gets drugged out at the end, so you've got the drug issue to worry about with the kid, and yeah. the, then the brutality and all the languages. I think at one point that was the the movie with the most f bombs in movie history was Goodfellas. I'll doubt that for a second. I think Tarantino beat that recently, but at one point Goodfellas had the most f bombs of any movie. Yeah. And my buddy's just watching it with his eleven year old son just had his first communion. There nice. you go. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Joey's in Atlanta. Joey, welcome to the program. Hey Mark, how you doing, man? What's going on, sir? Hey man, I got a couple movies for you, man. Number one, I got Ray Liotta, a movie called Narc. Never. Ray Liotta and Jason Patrick. Ray Liotta is, uh, is a narcotics cop. Their partner got killed. He's teamed up with uh, Jason Patrick, who's a who's a uh, suspending narcotics cop. And I mean, Ray Liotta should have won an Academy Award for this. I mean, he is just insane. He just wants revenge for his murdered partner. I'll tell you what, I, Jason Patrick is an underrated actor. I yeah. like that dude. I think he's good. I, see, there you go. I thought I was a big Ray Liotta fan. He's been on the show. I mean, this movie is awesome. I never even this. saw it. Narc. All yeah. right. Good stuff. Uh, another movie I like is a movie called uh, In Too Deep. This is with uh, LL Cool J and Omar Epps. Okay. Omar Epps is an undercover uh, narcotics detective, but uh, LL Cool J is just this mur- murderous. Like, he just played an insane drug dealer. Uh, I'm sensing you have a, there's a theme of movies you like. You like narc <laughs> no, movies. No, the torture scenes for LL Cool J, he plays a, a scary bad guy in his movie. Okay. I mean, you you don't, and, and my third movie is uh, uh, Ronin with uh, Robert De Niro. I, I think that, good call. Ronin's a great movie. That's, That's a, a movie. fantastic movie. One of my yeah. favorite scenes is when De Niro, do you ever see Ronin Longoria? 
No. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's a De Niro film, but mm-hmm. people don't. Have you ever seen it, Chuck? It's basically uh, they're in Europe, and this organization hires all these experts to go steal a case, okay? And they hire a driver, an ammunitions expert, uh, all these people. That, you know, you get, oh, Joey's like, I'm Bye. done with this call. Um, and so Robert De Niro is hired as, he's like an ex-CIA guy. And he exposes who was supposed to be the uh, munitions expert. It's one of the greatest scenes ever as De Niro is this like old school CIA agent, like traps this guy into admitting that he doesn't know anything. It was just, it's a really good movie. You would like it. Longoria, not so much. It's real good. No, no Hispanic actors. Oh, this. okay. Yeah. No, but watch Chuck, it. you will love this movie. It's All right. I'll a, check yeah. it out. Ronan. Uh, Vince is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Vince. Hey, Mark, you Fargan bastard, you. <laughs> you Fargan you sneaky bastard. You're an asshole. <laughs> I tell you what, that was one of my, my roommates and I's favorite movie in college. Oh, we watched it over and over and over. Let me let me play and, uh, uh, let me play Maroni in court again. You ready, Longoria? Can okay. I play this? I want to I want to hear some uh, Roman Maroni. Candace sights on my old enemy, Maroni. That Roman Troy Maroni is the man responsible for the Mother's Day massacre. Oh, that's not the one I wanted to play. Let me let me hear. Uh, I, I want to hear. Which one is appropriate? Oh, this is this is good. This is Fargan War. This club is too Fargan small. Yeah. Franco, how big was the crowd last night? Packed. We had to turn them away. That's what I mean. We got to expand this Fargan place. Knock down that wall. Knock down that wall. And knock down that Fargan wall. Now I'm really angry. This is Fargan War. Fargan, F-A-R-G-I-N. And then they have the newspaper headline, this is Fargan War. <laughs> Such a classic fuck, uh, classic Fargan comedy is what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, I'm, see, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that knows about this movie. And, uh, it was one of my favorites, but the movie I was calling to talk about was uh, um, The uh, Enemy at the Gates. That sounds it familiar. Jude Law, Ed Harris. Uh, Rachel Weiss, Joseph Fine, yes, Bob yes, yes. Rachel Weiss, I love her. Oh my God, I love her. Uh, Ron Perlman. It, it, it's an incredible World War One movie about a sniper, about the best sniper. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've seen Stanley it. Yetsev. For sure, absolutely, oh, absolutely. Vince, always a pleasure. Thanks for the call, bud. Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. How are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. How you doing? How's married life treating you? Hey, I'm getting used to it. Nice. There's Marsha. Does she make you set the table? No, no. We, we kind of just eat on the couch. Oh, nice. Like but she's a good cook. What, what's her go-to dish, Russ? Applebee's. <laughs> there you go. And she made some cookies a while ago. They were really yummy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Robert Duvall in Sling Blade. Okay. I know that's a big movie. That but is. A lot of people don't really know that's him. He's only in it for a minute. And it. A lot of people might not even know that's him because it doesn't really show him good. I like Robert Duvall in The Natural, the uh, Robert Redford baseball movie. Yeah. He played a, a, a swarmy sports writer named Max Mercy. Robert Duvall is just, uh, that guy can do no wrong. He is so, so good. What was the movie? Did you see the movie with him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. where he was the judge? Oh, nope. yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Duvall was the judge yeah. and uh, Downey Jr. was his son. That was a that was a heartbreaker, man. That was that was actually a hard movie to watch. Yeah, very I, difficult to watch. Didn't the, know the, it was going to make me that uncomfortable. The poop scene. Oh, that was. Yeah. 
There's a poop I, scene. I, yeah. No, yeah. but like not a not funny. It's no. Just, no. It's like an older guy losing his facilities oh, kind no. of thing. He's trying to help. Kind of like Russ. Yeah. 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 There you go. It's it's Russ struggling to. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, Russ, listen. I'm so happy. What's your wife's name again? Angel. Oh God. That's, Angel. Yeah. Nice. I forgot. What a perfect name. Russ, continued happiness in uh, matrimony, my friend. Thank you so all much. Right. And listen, for your, we decided we're all chipping in for your wedding gift. We're going to take you and Angel out for endless apps at TGI Fridays. Hey, great. All right, whatever you guys want. You can have the meatballs. You can have the flatbread pizza. You can have the mozzarella sticks, boneless wings, whatever you guys want. It's on us. She's laughing. <laughs> yes, I guess she likes that. All right, very good. See, it's the gift that keeps on giving, Russ. Jelly of the Month Club. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) David's in Woodstock. David, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, how are you? What's going on, brother? Hey, love your show. Thank you, sir. Um, So Charles Bronson. Okay. uh, Hard Times. Oh, yeah. What was that about? Uh, Great movie. Hard Times? Called Hard Times. James Coburn was in it, too. Coburn, 1975. All right. Yeah, that was a great movie. Every chance the Adventures of a Drifter turned illegal prize fighter during yeah. Depression era New Orleans. Wow, yeah, they, bare, sounds... they bare knuckle fight in uh, like yep, the back of a warehouse. Right. That sounds awesome. Different. It is. It's an awesome movie. Anyway, appreciate love your show. Oh, thank you so much, man. I got to check that out. Bronson as a yeah, bare knuckle that's fighter. That's a great flick. Yeah, James Coburn. I'll check it out for sure. Nick's at Alpharetta. Nikki, welcome to the program. Hey, Aaron Preesh. Welks, buddy. What's going on? So my movie for Michael Keaton has to be Multiplicity. Someone said um, that on Twitter, yeah. That was where he cloned himself. Yeah, and, he, you know, from the, the the super dumb guy all the way to the super married and fun guy, whatever. But um, I'm going to say for the other movie, uh, Giovanni Ribisi and Boiler Room, which I think is one of the best movies ever made. I like it a lot. Do you know what I really like about that movie? I mean, I, I I think it's a great movie. You guys seen Boiler Room? Yeah. It's about like this Wall Street chop shop, and these guys were just you know ripping people off, whatever. Vin Diesel's in that too. Yeah. Uh, but what, Affleck too. Affleck. But what I really liked was um, the dynamic between Rabisi and his dad. Like that. Oh yeah. Uh, relationship was. I thought it was the the guy, the actor that played his dad too. I, no one will know his name, but he's very recognizable. We've seen him in a ton of stuff. Th- those are some great scenes where this kid is all he's doing in life is trying to impress his dad. That's that's all he wants to do, and his dad just you know dumps on him and dumps on him, and it's it's like a crazy. So Mark, right. I call in all the time. I'm, you got to refer to me now as the Domino's delivery guy, Nikki Domino's. I, I you while I'm working, so. N- Nikki Domino's. All right. So when you call in Nikki Chuck, Domino's. Chuck, if he says Nikki Domino's, you put what? What specials we got running to Domino's right now? Well, they would. The manager would kill me if I told you that's five ninety nine two topping carry out. Don't tell anybody about that. Wow, but, uh, that's a large two topping for five ninety nine. Yeah, carry out. So it makes my Beef, job. Beaver just ran out the door. Yeah, that's what they're pushing. <laughs> it, why are they pushing the carry out now so much? Like all the pizza joints are like, hey. You'll pay a third of what you will for delivery. Just come to the store, pick it up. Is that just to? I don't know. They're hurting my pockets. I'm gonna need to apply to uh, the Mark Aram show. Well, listen, we'll pay you in pizza, so it's (laughs) pretty much a wash there. We just get paid in food here. (laughs) What's the biggest tip you ever had? I wasn't delivering pizzas, but uh, when I was bartending, 250 bucks. Wow, really? Yeah, that was uh, when I got from Countrywide Mortgage or Country, yeah, Countrywide Mortgage Company, and then they. 
flopped. And yeah, I was yeah, going to say, say, that's before, before the flop? Before the crash. <laughs> that's why they flopped. Oh, no, Big tips. Yeah, the, the tip threw them off. So. Interesting. All right. Well, Nikki, all right, Nikki Dominoes, if he ever calls in again. Uh, Charlie's in Austell, Georgia. Charlie, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? What's going on, Charlie? Nothing much. Got a movie for you. Okay. Uh, Robert Redford and Brubaker. Never saw it. Great movie. What was that about? Uh, he was a prison warden, but he came in as a convict to see the conditions in the prison. So he went in uh, undercover. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Freeman was in it. Uh, Yafet Kodo, Wilford Brimley. Do you know, here's a little known fact about Yafet Kodo. You ready? Yeah. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Really? Yeah. Really? How weird is that? Real weird. Yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> I loved him um, in uh, Midnight Run. Yeah, Agent Mosley, Alonzo Mosley. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it happened, but I'm friends with the Yafet. And that guy is crazy. Some of his yeah. Facebook posts, he is out there. Yeah. Hey, uh, Morgan Freeman played the scariest convict you'd ever want to see in the movie. In that movie, I will. I will check it out. Uh, we have one more chance uh, to guess the movie Monday soundtrack. I have no clue. Uh, we got a good prize pack to give away too. If you know the soundtrack that Longoria has been playing, call now. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK to get on board. Uh, James, Tony, Ken, and Gene will get your calls next. In the meantime, though, breaking news out of uh, the United Kingdom, 19 dead. The latest from CBS. We literally ran out of time. James, real quick, 10 seconds. What do you have? Uh, sleepers with... Uh... Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick, yeah. Kevin Bacon, good flick. Gene, what do you have? The bank job with Jason Statham. I like Jason Statham. He gets a lot of gunk for not being a good actor. I like him. Tony's at McDonough. Tony, what do you have? Zardoz with Sean Connery. Excuse me? Zardoz. Z-A-R-D-O-Z. That sounds like a... We've talked about that show. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, no guesses on uh, the soundtrack? All right. What was the soundtrack, Longoria? Dallas Buyers Club. Oh. I did see that movie. All right, uh, we'll just give the tickets away, Chuck. You cool with that? All right. Yeah, Se- seventh caller to 404-741-0750 wins a pair of tickets to see comedians George Lopez and Cedric the Entertainer June 16th at the Infinite Energy Center. Seventh caller to 404-741-0750 wins the uh, WSB prize pack. Uh, let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? I said earlier I was going to give it to a little guy, Alex Williams. I don't know why, but he's going to get it. Alex Williams gets started the show. You guys all right with that? No complaints? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, right. I mean, it's all arbitrary, so. <laughs> it's not good. No, these are very, there's a lot of criterium that go into. Anyway, sure. uh, breaking news out of Manchester, England. Jennifer Griffiths will have the very latest from CBS Radio News. We'll continue to update this horrible story throughout the overnight. And, of course, uh, of course complete coverage tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. 
Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. 